1: Yeah, yeah, we are live!
2: Yay! Welcome. We love being live.
3: Hi, Dancing Hi. Mind player, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: previously, in in dice camera action, the party was borne away to an unfamiliar land by these strange mists and ushered through these gates uh, to this solemn, desolate village called Barovia. And uh, you ran into several of the locals there, including a madwoman who had lost her daughter, Gertruda, and uh, some Vistani who ran a local tavern. You also met Ismark the Lesser, a resident of Barovia who has a sister named Irina, who is in great peril. Her life has been put into peril by a creature known as Strad, whom Mad Mary called the Devil. And so you went to the Burgomaster's mansion to meet Irina, and when she opened the door, you saw fang marks on her neck. So. Yes. Uh, uh, let's see. And we decided that Waffle Crew is now... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. ...what you guys are called. That's Awesome.
4: I just like breakfast pastries, okay?
1: (laughs) So Ismark says to Irina Sister, I have found some people to help you We must get you out of here to Valaki safely now And she says Go ahead
2: Should we reintroduce our characters in case people missed the first episode? Would you like us to do that?
1: Uh, absolutely. Arena says, uh, looks at you and says, Who are you, people?
2: <laughs> well, bless your heart. I'm Evelyn at your service. I'm a humble servant of Lathander. I'm a paladin in his holy vision.
3: My name is Death Woodrow, human rogue.
4: We'll do it first. <laughs> Go ahead, hide. I'm hiding behind everyone. I just I'm just gonna hide back here. Oh. No, You're like, Strix, why don't you just help <laughs> this nice lady? Hi, I'm Strix. Uh I uh this is this is great. This is a great place you got here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just here. I'm just kind of a messy weirdo just hiding behind everyone. <laughs> Woo
3: and I am Paulton, Human Bard, uh, here to entertain all of these fine folks here today. Mainly you who are hosting me, not addressing any kind of crowd or anything watching. That would be strange. We are <laughs> here in this lovely manner. Carry on.
4: Yeah, I make sure I have my hood up when I'm saying this, considering, like, I don't want her to know I'm a T-Player. <laughs>
1: As you look over Irina's shoulder into the manor, you see that the interior is well-furnished, yet the fixtures show signs of great wear. Noticeable oddities are the boarded-up windows and the presence of holy symbols in every room. And uh, Irina says to her brother specifically, we can't leave now. What about father? We can't leave him here by himself. And Ismark thinks about that for a moment and ushers you guys inside, closes the door behind you, and now you're all sort of trapped inside this mausoleum-like edifice. I feel like trapped is a stronger choice of words. <laughs> 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 well, all the windows are boarded up, so it's, like, very claustrophobic. And, okay. Um, yeah, a little unsettling. That folks would even live here is kind of unsettling. All right. Um, As they sort of usher you deeper into the mansion, you can actually see that their father, the Burgomaster, is in a side drawing room, lying in a simple wooden coffin, surrounded by wilting flowers and the faint odor of decay. It looks like that the the coffin was cobbled together from pieces from, like, a, a bed headboard, doors... Uh, and other furnishings.
3: Yeah. Uh, okay.
1: Is <laughs> an open coffin? <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, they. Uh, it looks like the lid has been pushed off to one side of it onto the floor.
2: Well, what y'all doing with a coffin in your spare room here?
4: I'm pretty sure that's for us, furniture. You don't want us anymore.
3: <laughs> Very tactful, Evelyn, thank Lots you.
2: <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> she says, we want to bury it in the church cemetery, but we have been afraid to. The screams coming from the church, most disturbing.
2: Uh, do I see anything in the coffin? Like, can I see in it?
1: Yeah, you can see that there is a dead man in the coffin, <laughs> his gray, pallid flesh, stark against the darkness of the room. Mm. Um, he is dressed like a man of office. He's got a vest and pants and um, doesn't look like a warrior. He looks like a, well,
2: like a mirror. <laughs> It kind of, Evelyn kind of puts everything together and, like, takes Irina's hand. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Is that your father?
1: Ismark says, yes. And Irina clarifies that and says, my adopted father, Ismark and I are half-siblings.
2: I take both their hands and I'm like, may his light flow into a new dawn and may he find new paths. Great glory! I look at
4: Evelyn and I whisper. Hopefully, they don't say it. And I'm just going to be like, "Do you, are their hands warm?" I'm just I'm just asking. <laughs> are they?
1: <laughs> do you want to do a close inspection?
2: <laughs> I'll roll a perception check for hand warmth. Oh, excellent! <laughs> yes. Yeah. You,
1: when you take the dead man's hand, uh, he's uh, he's been dead many days. The smell also attests to that. You notice that uh, Irina has cold hands as well. Oh. But she mm. looks particularly pale.
2: I like like mom her head, you know? I'm like, oh, you just, are you feeling all right? And I'm like warming up her hands and stuff. I'm like, Strix, you know, that was a good question. She does feel a little, little cold.
1: Ismark says she's been preyed upon by the devil Strahd.
3: And your father, did he meet the same fate? No, he died of fright.
2: Hmm. He, he died of fright? <laughs> he got that so scared, he, he, he keeled over from, from being scared?
1: Irina says his old heart couldn't take it anymore. The torture. Torture? Living here in this domain, trying hmm. to help his people but being powerless to do so the weight of evil pressing down upon him. He used to be 6'4", now he's 5'2". <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. Well, it is good then that his light has been reborn in a happier place.
1: Irina says, I'm not sure that that's true.
2: Well, what? don't worry, because I sure am. Oh.
4: When she
1: says they're cold, I'm just, I'm just behind everyone like this. <laughs> yes. Uh, you notice as you look around, there are some couple suits of armor standing in corners. They look decorative, but you can also see there's a sword over the mantle. It's a long sword. A couple shields on the wall bearing crests, probably old family crests from old houses. Um, uh, and then there are candles everywhere. Uh, Irina says... Or sorry, Ismark says, are you sure you won't leave now? And Irina says, not until we put him in consecrated ground.
2: I, uh, Evelyn's nodding, like, understandingly, and she's like, she still hasn't let go of arena 's hand. She's, like, rubbing it and, like, patting her shoulder and, like, comforting her and, like, holding her very close. She's like, if this is what you feel like you need to do, we will help you get it done, won't we, crew? Uh... Yeah!
1: <laughs> the silence is uh, deafening. <laughs> uh,
2: uh,
3: that's, uh, let's, not, let's not jump to anything crazy now. I understand your desire to help your father, but isn't it more pertinent for us to get away from any danger? What that, kind of people would we uh, be if we just yes. left them here? Shit, well, they ain't moving, so...
2: Well, what if we were to to make some other consecrated ground that wasn't that particular consecrated ground, but it was still consecrated? What do you think?
1: Arena uh, says, "How do you want to do that?"
2: Well, I do happen to be a humble paladin in the service of Lathander, Ooh. so I could absolutely, <laughs> I could absolutely do my darndest. <laughs> To consecrate some new ground for you in his name. I'm just like behind him going, I'm pretty sure they're vampires. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> like white marks on their neck. That means they're a vampire. <laughs> I don't know if
2: they care, but I'm pretty sure we're going to die. As a side note, I don't think I actually can, like, as a mechanic. <laughs> 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 Dad, uh, you're lying. You saying these things?
1: If you have like to make a religion I, check. Do
2: you do? A you religion can, check, okay. You can confirm that. So I did say do my darndest. I didn't say I would, just right. to be clear. Big ol' liar. <laughs> <laughs> well, bless your heart. Thanks for making that real clear, <laughs> Strix.
1: So uh, make a religion
2: check. OK. I'll get out my dice. Should have done that before. Ah, ah. OK. 11 plus 2 13. That's not bad. You have
1: uh, certainly heard when you were in your temple and all that about c- consecrated ground, uh, but you do not have the spell power to do that. You basically need a hallow spell. A high level priest can do that.
2: Um, I, I kind of like, I look within myself and I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to find the wherewithal to do this for you, but I don't have the power within myself. I could pray to Leander and ask him to bless Bless us, but I, I could not guarantee that I could create hallowed ground. I am so
4: sorry. I knocking on the door, but Fander ain't answering, huh? <laughs> uh.
2: Oh, oh no, it's, it's La Fander, not Butt Fander. I know it's a mistake you make all the time, but I'll just keep helping you try to remember. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Ismark leans over to Diath and said, my sister can be very stubborn. Uh, she won't leave unless her father is taken to the cemetery perhaps we can convince the priest donovich to perform a quick
3: ceremony i understand that this priest donovich he's someone to be trusted he's very trustworthy but i don't know if
1: he is uh how do you say all right
2: (laughs) (laughs) well what do you mean
1: well there were screams coming from the temple from the local church, people avoid it because of the terrible sounds.
4: Oh, this sounds like we got some musties to kill. <laughs> I do like
2: love me killing punch. some musties, as you put it. Mm. See, we could be friends one day. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're friends right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, back to the, the the problem at hand. We certainly need to talk to this Mr. So-and-so who's quite not quite all right, but we'll make sure he's all right. And then... You will bury your father in consecrated ground.
3: The ground where you wish to bury him is it by the church itself where he is? Or, Arena says,
1: There is a cemetery next to the church, that is where I had planned to take him.
3: Uh, coffins are heavy. Are you guys able to um, carry that?
4: <laughs> I'll certainly help.
1: Ismark says, Well, there are four of you. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah, I mean, some of well, us are. Congress.
4: <sighs> yep we're just we're gonna be running errands we're just running errands and carrying a coffin
2: mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> like um back in the hive just like the old days dragging bodies from one side to the other
3: <laughs> well if any if anybody needs a motivational tune to pick up their spirits
2: oh boy do coffin?
3: oh boy oh boy friend in me I, I also know that song if you oh i that. love
2: that one
3: well, <laughs> great Fantastic. No one likes coffin, that one. I will provide the BGM.
1: <laughs> Ismark says he'd be happy to lead the way if you guys wanted to carry the coffin.
2: Evelyn goes over and like uses one hand to like lift up like a tiny corner of the coffin. <laughs> like, not that feel so heavy?
1: Yeah, he's actually pretty light. You think you you think this burgomaster master weighs about, you know, one hundred and twenty five, one hundred and thirty pounds. Nothing. Okay.
2: Evelyn does have 19 strengths, so I'm assuming yeah. she can kind of make
1: a show of it. It's right yeah. well, all
3: you guys then. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so she can basically take well, it's awkward, too awkward to carry by herself, um, but she could certainly lift it.
3: All right. This will get us fast, uh, this much faster to the lock and away from danger. We'll do what we can to help. Evelyn, you'll take most of the weight. Trust you on that. Uh, Strix and I will be on one side, and then Fulton, you take the other. All right.
4: I'll do what I
3: can. Here's Mark, if you wouldn't mind helping out too, just to help speed things along while you lead the way.
1: He says, well, I can lead the way or I can help carry the coffin. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can be in the front part and just kind of steer us. He will do that.
1: Um, before, <laughs> uh, as you begin to pick up the coffin, Irina goes over and uh, pulls a breastplate off the wall, asks her brother to strap it on her and he does. And then she grabs the sword off the mantle, uh, uh, takes it sheath and all, and uh, carries it. Nope.
2: How impressive is this sword? <laughs>
1: um, this long sword looks like it has a long and storied history. It's... Not the cleanest blade you've ever seen, it's not a gleaming, uh, tantalizing weapon, but it looks like it's passed down through a number of individuals over the years, probably has a family history.
2: Evelyn appreciates it without feeling threatened by it whatsoever.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Arena will go over, open the front door to make it easier for everybody to get out with the coffin. And as you cross through the front yard, uh, Ismark directs you up the road, heading north, back toward the town square. You'll have to walk through the town square, angling (laughs) to the left to continue on to the church. Is that right? Fortunately, as you make your way down the street, the mist is all around you, and it's desolate. There's nobody else in sight. And it's late afternoon, or early to mid-afternoon. I
2: say, uh, Paulton, can't you play us something sweet for this... This good man's
3: last rites. Oh, absolutely! As I let go of the coffin, be like, you guys got
2: it. Right? <laughs> I, I, like, I take yeah. his weight. I'm like, oh, okay. okay,
3: yeah. I okay. Then jump on top of the closed coffin and start playing him a lovely song.
2: <laughs> oh, pre- jump on top yeah. of okay.
1: it. Uh, you can see that arena looks a little horrified <laughs> as you hop, as you hop on top of the coffin. the't no. say anything.
2: Oh my god.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you ask and I deliver. Don't yes. don't shoot the messenger.
2: <laughs> yes. He's he's an artist. He's an artist. You have to Absolutely. let it just do what he needs to do.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, Paulton, and make a performance check.
2: <laughs>
4: uh, it's time. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> Please don't roll a one. <laughs> 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 uh, totaling
3: twenty
2: three. Wow
1: all right. Uh, yeah, this is, this is a... I'm there's sorry, pyrotechnics, there's a light
3: show. Yeah. Would you call it
1: upbeat or a little subdued?
3: Um, I would say it's subdued beat.
1: Okay. Uh, while he is performing, everybody else make perception checks. Okay. And I'll make them for his mark and arena as well.
2: I think I'm a little distracted by his performance. Oh my god. I get an eight. Whoa. How'd you do, D.F.? 20. Wow. Woo!
1: a 17. 17. Okay, Strix and D.F. can see between the buildings as you walk past, there are shapes, sinister wolf-like forms in the mist. Um, they seem to be moving around, uh, not getting closer, just moving into positions where they can figure out where that music is coming from.
3: and uh, cease immediately! And then I kind of, I kind of like, uh, kind of stop the movement of the coffin. Okay. And just kind of, and just kind of uh, actually look and listen around for any kind of movement or whatever. Okay.
1: You uh, can hear a sound that sounds like <sighs> and the mist begins to form around you quite thickly.
3: Oh, I can taste it. Oh. This mark do you have enemies? Here we all have enemies. Right, but like you specifically. (laughs) (laughs) He says,
1: I am the only son of my father, the Burgomaster. I suppose that means I am now responsible for the people who live here. That makes me an enemy of Strahd. Fantastic. He says, the wolves do not normally threaten during the day.
2: The, the ghouls, you said?
1: The wolves.
2: Wolves. Like the normal, cute, fuzzy, like, animal kind of wolves?
1: These don't look like the cute, fuzzy animal kind. <laughs> oh, bumsies. <laughs> but uh, they haven't advanced on your position. They seem to be watching you from
3: dark alleys. Okay. Let's, uh... I'll gently put the coffin down. Okay. All right. Um.
4: You know what? If I if I see these wolves, I'm going to try and, and call them out and tell them that we see them. I'm going to do an intimidation check. Okay. Strix so, looks out and says, hey, hey, wolves, I see you. Hey, I, you know what? We're here. We're not that bad. It's fine. And if you do come out here, we're totally going to wreck you. <laughs>
1: Go ahead and make a scary check.
4: So scary. I mean, she looks kind of messed up, so they does.
1: you know. uh, 18. Whoa, okay. Uh, As your voice, it's actually much louder than you thought it would because there's an echo, and uh, it carries quite far. It actually startles (laughs) a few of the wolves. You see them kind of shy away and retreat into the mist. A few others others that weren't uh, as quite as shell-shocked by your voice retreat with the others.
4: Hmm. I'm not sure if those wolves were enemies or not, but they were definitely looking at us.
3: They seem to be gone now. Either way, they're waiting. We have a window. We should take it. I agree, says (laughs) Bismarck. Yeah, let's get this coffin moving again. All right. All right. Hoof it. Here we go. Halton, no playing. No A Atop a slight rise. (laughs)
1: Against the roots of a a stone mountain uh, stands a gray sagging edifice of stone and wood. This church has obviously weathered the assaults of evil for centuries and is worn and weary. A bell tower rises from the back, Flickering light shines through holes in the shingled roof. The rafters strain feebly against their load.
2: Are we? Have we approached it? Or are we like just seeing? Yeah, it you're,
1: far off? you're you're walking up the street to it now. Um, the buildings on either side of the road thin out and gradually disappear, and soon all that stands before you is this worn-down church.
2: And do we see the graveyard they were talking about nearby?
1: Through the mist, yes. You can make out tombstones in a fenced in yard. Um, those tombstones, uh, the, the cemetery for the most part is behind the, the church. I guess uh,
2: going toward
3: it, yeah? Yeah. Is Mark Arena, does your father already have a lot set for him?
1: Kismar says, yes. Yes, there is a family plot for him. Excellent. There are double doors leading into the church. You notice that those doors are covered with claw marks and have been scarred by fire.
4: Great. We should probably stay alert here, just as an aside, everyone.
3: Well, I can stay with the coffin, if uh, one of you guys want to go in and convince the priest to do this quick ceremony so we can move
2: on. All right, I'll go. Oh, I didn't even have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I help gently sit down the coffin. I'm like, okay. anyone want to come with me? I'll go with you.
4: <laughs> I'll wait
2: here. I, like, take her arm. Okay. And, and don't touch me. <laughs> and then when, when I, like, might get my arm back, I'm kind of like.
3: <laughs> <laughs> is Margarina, is this a... Is this someone that you know? Would it benefit from you being there as well? Or would you rather guard the uh, coffin with us?
1: Arena uh, wants to stay with the coffin, but Ismark will follow Strix and Evelyn in, since he knows the priest well. Sounds good. He says he's known Donovich since he was a little boy. <clears throat> the front doors are... Actually, slightly ajar.
2: Uh, I walk up to it and I kind of like yell, hello, hello in there, anybody home? And then I, <laughs> I get it.
1: All right. Beyond the set of double doors is a hallway with a wooden floor that stretches, oh, I want to say about 20 feet in. And there are four doors on the side walls, two on each side single wooden doors, nothing particularly special about them. The end of the hall seems to open into a large chapel that partially lies in ruins. And after you call out and throw the doors open, you hear from somewhere under the chapel floor a young man's voice cry out, Father!
2: I'm starving! (laughs) Oh, oh, hello! I'm I'm Evelyn. I'm not your father, but uh, if you're starving, we could totally try to help you. I don't. Oh, think uh, I, it. <laughs> I, I look back at um, Ismark and I'm like, does that sound like anyone you know?
1: Uh, let me make a check. Uh, yeah, that sounds like Doru Donovich's son.
2: Well, let's go find out.
1: And all of you, even those standing outside, can hear this shrieking voice shouting,
2: "Father! Uh.
3: I'm starving!" Holt, <laughs> <laughs> well, did you hear anything? Ah, hmm. Uh. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're here. Oh, good. You're looking down at the
1: corpse going, did you hear anything?
3: No, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you know, he's, this guy didn't hear nothing. We're good. It's,
1: it's I, at that point, Evelyn, that you can hear a weeping coming from the chapel. Unmovered I go
2: toward now. the weeping.
1: Okay. And then you come to the chapel proper. You see that all of these wooden pews have been shattered and torn to pieces by you don't even know what. There is a stone altar near the back wall, um, uh, and it's from behind that altar that you hear the weeping. You can also see a rope hanging behind the altar that seems to go up into the bell tower.
2: That doesn't look good. So I, I run to the aid of whoever's weeping and oh, see God, who I find. I just, I just follow, I guess.
4: Okay.
1: Then you see a man, uh, kind of heavy set and short, with sunken eyes, uh, or um, sunken eye sockets and bloodshot eyes. And he is praying slash weeping behind the altar. He's collapsed, seemingly out of just sheer weakness.
2: I go and try to join in his praying. Like, I lay hands on him, and I listen oh, okay. to him, And then I, like, whatever he says, I'm like, yes, great Lathander, bless us. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm
4: going to reach into my robes and pull out a little snack for him. I don't know what it is. But... <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm sorry, you want a little snack?
2: I you want like, a cracker?
4: <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks kind of sad.
1: I picked these up at a night hag
4: shop in Hades. No, <laughs> <laughs> that is entirely possible. I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> Probably some nutritional value still. I just like brush some green off of it, and I'm just like... yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, you can see that the man is so distraught. He looks at you and he doesn't even comprehend what you're saying.
4: Well, they're good snacks. Well, whatever. I just eat them. <laughs> 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 I think this is your department, Evelyn. What is he, what is he saying? Like? <laughs> Evelyn.
1: Uh, basically, what is he? saying, my boy. My poor boy, Um, what have I done?
4: uh, Sir, did you lock your son or something underneath here? Is that who else is screaming? Yes,
1: yes, I did.
4: Oh, why, why'd you lock him under here? You didn't want my snack, so uh, you obviously understand me and now I'm a little offended. (laughs) But I mean, why did you do that?
1: Because the devil has turned him into a monster.
4: Okay, would that be uh, Mr. Mr. Strahd?
1: Dare Yes. speak his name here? Are you mad?
4: I mean, yes, I am, but that's not the point.
1: <laughs> he sort of tries to get to his feet, kind of clawing up Evie to do or it. I
2: help, I help him. And he Evie says, you mustn't him. speak his name here.
1: You could summon him. He could appear at any time. You could rip your throats out and string your entrails from the
4: ceiling. Okay, I won't say it again. I'll could just it to myself. Could he I'll even call could him be? I'll call him Mr. S Pants? Oh, Mr. S Pants is a problem, obviously, and he has possessed your son who is. Do you want us to go talk to your son? Like maybe? My son
1: is not possessed,
4: he's been turned. Okay. Uh what has he been turned into? I've seen, I've seen a lot. If you can give me some, some minor description, I might be able to assume or guess what he is. A vampire. That's pretty straightforward, thank you. Well, we have vampires, <laughs> guys. Time to go. Anyone got any garlic? I've got some garlic in here. I just start ruffling through my robes. Yeah. <laughs> he cries out
1: at all hours. I can't stand it anymore. But what am I to do? I'm his father. I can't save him. I can't kill him.
2: No, no. I take his face, I'm like, focus, you know, and I'm like, the light within your son has already fled to a greater place. And that creature that is crying out from the basement, that is not your son. And we must free the world of that husk so that your son's light may join the greater light and be reborn in a new dawn. I
3: don't know where
1: that came from. You see his eyes widen, and there's like a candle flick of light that appears in them for the first time since you've met, and uh, he's just entranced by this, and suddenly all the panic seems to wash away, and he says, yes, yes, the only recourse is to lay him to rest. Yes. He must be destroyed.
2: You are so right, my brother. Let us do this together. Yes. Are you even sure he worships the same deity as you?
1: We must bring peace to this church and to this village and this we will never know peace with the creature trapped in the undercroft.
2: No. The, and you know who else needs some peace? Is our friends Ismark and Irina. And we came here with them to there.
1: He notices walk- Ismark for the first time and he says, Ismark my boy. So nice to see you, my beautiful boy.
3: What?
2: (laughs) He is beautiful.
1: (laughs) Meanwhile, you guys have been outside with this corpse and Arena, who's got two puncture wounds in the side of her neck, standing in the mist. You hear wolf howls.
3: Shit. Mmm. I feel like that's something we should be concerned about. I agree. How good are you at um, scaring away wolves like Strix? Oh. Do you oh. think I'll work a second time or? Um, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm totally not trying to check right now. I can't find. <laughs> <laughs> um, Racking my I could, I could I could try my hand at it. If that is, if that seems like an appropriate course of action, friendo. (laughs) Can I try? Can I try to intimidate them? Sure. Uh, Okay.
1: Make your intimidate check. If you don't have that skill, it's a charisma check. Oh, God. Right now, you're kind of intimidating the mist because you can't see them, but they're out there.
3: Uh, uh, 15. Okay.
1: Uh, And are you doing this like just...
3: Belting out fearsome words um, of I, Woogie Boogie Woogie. I I take out my bagpipes <laughs> and oh. I just play a disgustingly nasty dissonant chord that nobody wants to hear. Right.
1: Fart <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there's no more wolf howls after that.
3: All right. Well done. I don't know how long that'll last. We might be actually Long enough. We should probably take yeah, it. We'll, we should probably be safer inside. Uh, let's close up the coffin. We'll hide inside until it's ready to, to perform the ceremony. Arena. Okay.
1: And Arena will help you do that. Meanwhile in the temple, uh, Donovich is looking around the floor and starting to push debris out of the way like he's looking for something. And he finds it. His holy symbol. It looks like the sun.
2: Do Are I you, recognize that symbol?
1: Yeah, it's... A
2: religion
1: check? Uh, you don't even have to make a check. You know okay. it to be an archaic form of the Morning Lord's symbol.
2: <gasps> the Morning Lord's Lathander, right? Just to make sure. Right? <laughs> yes. You I believe think so, is.
3: yes. Are you asking okay. him?
2: I, I'm asking in real life, because I just <laughs> learned about Lathander like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> just studying him whole life, so she sees it and then she goes... <gasps> She pulls out um, Lightfall, her battle axe, and shows
1: yes. it to him. He, uh, he sees that, realizes that you're a warrior of light, and brazenly strides around the altar, slips the holy symbol over his neck, and starts to make his way out of the chapel toward the guys coming in with the coffin.
2: Perfect! Praise the almighty Lathander for we know victorious.
4: <laughs> Evelyn, listen, he said that Strahd can be summoned by things. So let's try and keep the morning Lord yelling to like maybe a two. <laughs> <laughs> two
2: out of three? Out of like a hundred. Oh, that's just way too quiet. I'm just filled with the joy of don't, Lathander and no, I No, no, don't, no, no. And as I say that, I just like skip after him. I'm like,
1: ding! ding. <laughs> God. Strix, you find yourself standing alone in this ruined church. It's like the last place you ever expected to find yourself. Um, i just gonna keep eating my snack. That's right. It's, it's sort of like a, a parody of those dreams you had when you thought you'd get married in a chapel one day. Um, <laughs> you're just surrounded by ruin and dust. <laughs> and, <mold> and- <laughs> Yep, burn marks. That's that's
4: it. That's that's my life. I'm just still eating my snack. Uh,
1: You guys meet the priest as he comes stridently toward you, holy symbol clasped close to his chest, Evelyn right behind him. And he says, come in, come in, welcome. Welcome to our church, the Church of the Morning
3: Lord.
2: The Morning Lord.
3: Hey, how's it going? We got bigger problems. What kind of defense defenses this place got? <laughs> he says,
1: doors.
3: Great. Shut up, Shut them. Not, them bar the windows. You've had problems with wolves before, clearly. something tells me they're about to come back real soon.
2: But, uh, D.F., we can just, uh, real quick, I mean, not too quick, because we gotta look, pay our respects, but we can give a burial to this poor man, and then we can go inside the church. Father, let me out of here. We'll get to him in a minute. <laughs> the hell was <is> that?
1: <laughs> you feel the sound coming just, up through the floor.
2: Oh, it's a vampire. It's just a, it's just um, a little vampire problem. Totally.
1: Okay. He says, oh, on, "Yes, on, we are going to up. kill okay, it and lay it to rest." Right,
2: right, and lay your son to rest. And totally
1: he's not my lie. son. He's right, a Right, right, not your
2: son. But you're yeah.
1: My yes. son has gone into the light this As thing say, trapped below must be destroyed' you're Bays, awesome. I'm gonna be
4: I'm just gonna play a little bit of the devil's advocate not to use a you you? right now. you're all concerned about summoning uh, the s pants I mean its it seems like he's still fully conscious it seems like he's okay like he's still kind of yelling and, and maybe
2: we should talk to him the priest says I mean I don't want to be I don't want to be bossy. It's just that we have we have a That's lot to incredible. do today. And I just I promised Arena first that we would bury her father so we can take her somewhere before she turns into a vampire. So we gotta take care of that.
3: Oh we gotta of course. And then
2: maybe maybe we <sighs> take care of the other stuff after. Just a suggestion. Arena says, long?
1: day is slipping away.
2: Huh? All How right. long
3: would this ceremony to do the burial take?
1: Uh the priest says well, to dig the grave will take about an hour, if you all help, and then the ceremony, maybe
3: 10 minutes? An hour and 10 minutes.
2: Hmm. If you want, Strix, I'll do your share of the digging and you can go talk to
4: Vampire Boy. I'm not going to talk to a vampire alone, just as, a, as an aside.
2: <laughs> just trying to give you options, you know?
4: Yes, very death defying options. <laughs>
1: Ismark says it might be easier to kill
4: in the day. That's probably true, I, I hear that, I hear, that's a good one. So let's get this body in the ground.
1: The priest says, no, we should deal with the fiend first. Purge okay. this church of its evil.
2: You are the boss. I'm just a little worried, I, I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna put this out there. Irina, my darling. I think you are just the most gorgeous, wonderful, sweet thing I've ever met. But you do have these two puncture marks in your neck. A little worried. You're also feeling a little bit cold. Knowing that we're having a little vampire problem here. I'm worried that we don't want to wait too long to deal with whatever's going on here with you. Can you give us some background? Maybe, Ismark, you could chime in. Did she just say something smart?
1: Ismark says.
2: (laughs) Well, thank you. Bless your heart.
1: Twice the devil's throughout has visited my sister in the night. She has not turned, if that's what you're concerned about. But she will be, if we don't protect her.
2: What what is the the turning mechanic, if you will?
1: Donovich, the priest, says, my son, went off with that mob and that wizard and to the castle and then he came back a vampire. I don't know. Who's a wizard?
4: Who is this wizard? Wait a minute.
1: Who's a wizard? Donovich says, oh, uh, a while ago, a wizard came to this land, a stranger from a faraway place. And when he heard about the devil Strahd He tried to rally the people against him. My son was young and foolish and went off with many others, many of whom never returned. Doru came back a monster. That monster is locked down below and must be destroyed. He's chained up, right, so that'll be easy? Now, and he <laughs> kicks open one of the side doors, strides in, and you see a room that's all but dilapidated and abandoned except for a wooden trap door on the floor that's been chained up.
2: Um, just as a, a quick aside, we did talk about vampires. Yes. So I... um. I look around for some, like, furniture, like broken furniture, and grab a couple wooden stakes real quick. Sure. Done. And I also ask him if there happens to be is, – is running – indoor running water doesn't happen in Varrovia, right? Okay. Then never mind. That's all I got then.
1: All right. Uh, this moldy room has holes punched into the ceiling. You can see broken roof shingles amid the shattered furnishings and puddles of water. Uh, the heavy wooden trapdoor chain has a padlock on it, and as Donovich uh, digs around in his pockets with the key, finds it, and rattles it in the lock, you hear the young man's screams of anguish through the door.
2: Uh, Strix, did you want to want to say anything to him before we meet
4: him? At this point, I mean, hey, you want a snack? You okay? <laughs> like, I try to talk to him through the door.
1: Well, while you do that, Ismark sort of leans into you, Paulton, and says, if it's okay, I'll go start digging the grave.
3: Oh, oh, uh, don't, don't, don't put this on me, sir. I'm Is. <laughs> I I, I think other opinions are valued much more heavily than my own. I feel like a nice burial song once it's decided by the others, then by all means, but uh, yeah. uh, Anyone else want to chime in? Please help me. Certainly is, Mark. Keep Arena safe. All right. Uh, The lock
1: comes off. The chain comes off. The priest stands ready to pull open the trap door. He's got one hand on the handle, the other on his holy symbol, and he starts to shake. Uh, and then Strix to... comes up and listens, and says,
4: uh, "Are you are you conscious down there? You seem to have. Are you okay?"
1: You hear nothing.
4: Oh. oh. All righty then. I don't want to have to kill you i feel like you might you know who's the wizard <laughs> you might be wanna... a cool guy all right well i back up and i just kind of push evelyn evelyn forward <laughs> <laughs> there you
2: go buddy <laughs> yeah um, like, Well, have i ever learned anything about charm spells do i know anything about protecting myself from them
1: Um, basically, a vampire can charm with the power of his or her gaze. So okay. you can try to avert your eyes or blindfold yourself. Or- Sounds
3: those- like a good
2: idea. Yeah. I just, I close my eyes and I <laughs> use the force of Lethander. I say, please, great Lithander, God, my holy battle axe. If I follow <laughs> where it should... And I, I get ready. And I don't necessarily keep my eyes closed. Like, I'm not blind fighting, but I'm, like, looking very much down at the ground.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, so how are the rest of you preparing, or where are you guys going to be around this trapdoor?
4: Oh, man. Mm. Right, I, get, I, I, I get to the back where I can get far enough to do any kind of ranged attacks that I need to do. And I um, begin casting my mage armor on myself.
3: Okay, done. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, go oh, go I'm just. I'm. I'm staying back, basically, like as far back as possible, and then as um as sneakily as possible, I'm going to unsheathe my silver dagger and keep it uh, uh palmed in my hand. All right. I uh I step back a good few feet as well, and I see Evelyn walking up to a door that's about to be open with a big ax and her eyes shut. And I'm like, this, this seems really poorly planned, <laughs> but um, yeah, sure, okay, carry on.
1: All right, the door is yanked open in front of you, Evelyn. You see a dark abyss below you, a staircase wooden kind of shoddy and moldy heading down into damp darkness.
4: Oh geez. I uh I have my, my drift globe. So I pull out my drift globe and I I hand it to Evelyn and I say, There you go. I take it. It's like a light orb, so you'll see it's like a big sparkly like yeah. magical light orb thing that floats next to you.
2: Nice. I say, Why thank you. And then I channel divinity to turn the faithless, which is to utter ancient words that are painful for fae and Fiends to hear. And I present my holy symbol. All right. And I see if anything happens. Okay.
1: What's the range on that? 30 feet. Okay. Uh, The darkness is silent and ominous below you. Uh, The drift globe lights up the staircase all the way down to the bottom. It's about 15 feet down, and you can see dirt floor.
2: And nothing happens?
1: Nothing happens.
2: Dang. The duration of that is just instant, right? Like, I don't keep uttering that as I continue in? No. Okay. Well, that didn't work. I tried my hardest, but that didn't (laughs) work good, did it?
3: Yeah. After you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, I continue down carefully.
3: All right.
1: The stairs uh, kind of squish and bow under your weight a bit, but they don't collapse. And as you descend them toward the floor, you can see that the undercroft basically fills the whole underlevel of the church. Like I said, it's a dirt floor. The walls seem to be made of loosely mortared stone, and there are all these wooden pillars holding up the church floor, and you can see light from candles seeping down into the darkness through the holes in the floor, lighting up little patches. But make a perception check. Okay. See if you can find this thing. Ooh,
0: Uh,
1: 19. You see what you assume is a humanoid form, an emaciated creature, sort of hunched down golem-like in a far corner.
2: Um, um, I cast Divine Smite on it. Well, all right. You're just attacking oh, it? He's going right in, huh? He's not even attacking you. And I say, not not the not vampire.
4: Vampire. Is he attacking you? Look, I'm not going to judge anyone if they're a vampire. I'm not here to be judgy.
2: You better not be attacking, them.
4: Wait, I'm going
2: to jump in. I'm just gonna... <laughs> I am protecting you and all of those around us. By the way, I'm casting a spell. Hold on. <laughs> so when you
1: say Divine Smite, you mean your weapon attack?
2: The, I'm still learning the paladin stuff, but okay. it's the one that says, in melee attack, expend one spell slot to do 2d8 plus right. Uh, plus 1d8 per spell level radiant damage and plus 1d8 if it's an undead or a fiend.
1: Okay, so the first thing you need to do is hit the creature. Oh, I have to be in
2: melee battle already. All right. So you have to basically
1: charge it, whack it with your axe, and then you can use your divine smite. Okay. Oh. So, you go charging across the dirt floor toward it.
3: (laughs) Damn, dude! We're here to help. Uh, Ah!
1: Did you make an attack roll? Uh, no. Okay.
2: Um, first attack roll, yay! 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 First yay. Roll. yay. I okay. rolled an 11 plus my attack bonus, which is six.
1: So 17? So 17. 17. As you run toward this creature, you can see it looks like that.
2: That doesn't it- look normal. <laughs> no. Looks undead and fiendy to me. It
1: does, but you do hit it. So now you can roll your weapon damage and add to it your divine smite extra radiant damage. Oh,
2: it's so much slough. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, I am wielding that with two hands, so it's 1d10 plus 4. So first of all, where's my d10? Hello, team? There it is. Okay, so 9 plus 4 is 13. Okay. Then plus... 2d8 plus 1d8 per spell level. My spell level is not the same as my character level, right? Or is uh, it?
1: So you've got a certain number of spell slots. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yeah. All right. I have you, four. Yeah, and you can cast uh, first level spells, second level spells. I
2: think.
1: Do you have any second level spells?
2: <sighs> Sorry, I was just learning right. this. System.
1: I can check. Da-da-da-da. Third level paladin. No, you just got first level spells. Okay, okay so, so yeah, plus you can basically add plus 2d8.
2: So 2d8 plus
1: 2d8? No, 2d8 plus the 13 you just rolled.
2: Okay, 2d8, and then plus 1d8 because it is an undead or fiend, right? Yeah. Okay, so 3d8. It's a lot. Okay, 1, 4 plus 5 is 9, plus 3 is 12. Plus, plus the 14. 14,
1: yeah. Ow. All right. So. Lightfall cuts into this thing's gray, undead flesh, and you hear it howl out in pain. It has never felt such pain.
2: I I yelled, Walk into the light!
1: (laughs) Get hit by the light! All right. Let's roll initiative, everybody. Everybody, roll initiative. That's a d20 plus your. Dexterity.
3: Hey, let's do it. We'll start with Paulton. Uh oh. Uh not twenty plus Ooh.
2: twenty-two.
3: All right. Evelyn. Twenty. D F. Also
1: twenty. All right. And Strix.
4: I got six.
2: <laughs> nice.
1: Now, this creature, which had been previously cowering, now moves with supernatural speed, beating
3: all of you. Oh. Uh,
1: Evie, it lunges at you with two claws. The first one misses you. The second one rolls a nat 20. Um, That's not good. That is not good. Uh, tears into your warm flesh, dealing 13 slashing damage.
2: Ow! Ooh. That's no good. <clears throat> okay. I and feel then. just over half myself right now.
1: <laughs> <So. laughs> Paulton. You hear, okay. you hear a
3: freckus downstairs. I, um, so how far is all of this in general?
1: Well, you're upst- You're in the upstairs room. Uh, you right. have no direct view to Evelyn because she sort of charged into one of the far corners of the basement. So you would have to make your way down the stairs to even get a sense of what's down there.
3: Okay, I The good hear news s- is you
1: can get all the way to the bottom of the stairs if you want.
3: Okay, I follow said ruckus. Okay,
1: when you reach the bottom of the stairs, you can see this glowing, flashing axe, and this creature that has attached itself to Evelyn.
3: Oh. Well, a lot happened while I was up there, clearly. <laughs> um, so, uh, do I, I still have an action, or...? You do. Okay. Uh, how far are... is it...? They
1: are... From the bottom of the stairs, <coughs> 35 feet away.
3: Okay, um, I'm not completely familiar with how spellcasting works just yet, but could I cast Dissonant Whispers?
1: Checking the spell, we see... This is a spell that is so rarely cast in the games I run. So it has a range of 60 feet. hmm You whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. It must make a wisdom saving throw. What's your save, DC? Do you have that on your character sheet?
3: Uh, let me see. Probably gonna be on the spell book page, if anything. Uh, my my save what now? Your save
1: DC for your spells. Um, let's see. It's 13. It's on oh, okay. The, on the top of the second page. Okay. Character sheet. Gotcha. All right, so he's got to roll a 13 or higher on his wisdom save. Hmm. Okay. He did not fail his save. Mm. Uh, as a consequence... The target takes half damage and is Uh not driven away from you. So it normally does 3d6. You do 3d6 and take half of that. Okay. And that's psychic damage.
3: Okay, 3d6, half of it. So we have five, three, so eight. uh, Five again. So half of 13. Six.
1: Down six. And Eevee, you... Evelyn, you see that the creature seems momentarily distracted by something, but you can't hear or see what's distracting it. It's almost like voices in its head.
2: Can I take any kind of, like, attack of opportunity? No. Okay. I just thought I'd ask, Chris.
1: It's fleeting. It seems to be fleeting.
2: (laughs) All right.
1: And then it is Diaz's turn.
3: All right. So I guess hearing all this ruckus, I also hopped down. Uh, you said from the bottom of the steps to this creature is 35 feet? That's correct. All right. It's about 50 feet from the top of the stairs. Okay. Um, I would like to use my cunning action to hide. All right. Um, using, like, the, the darkness and kind of moving in between the lights of the candles from up above. Got it. Uh, and I'll use the rest of my move to get as close as possible while still having an action left. Okay. Uh, What's your speed? my speed's 30 okay uh does he seem to notice me or know where i am or is he too distracted make a stealth check you got it uh 19 he does not notice you okay then i'm going to use my silver dagger and throw it as a ranged sneak attack against him all right <laughs> Nine.
1: 9 does not cut it, I'm afraid. Whoops. Ah. Your dagger flies by, lands somewhere in the darkness.
3: And I go <laughs> 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 Well, that's my turn, so
1: Evelyn,
2: I I just want to make sure I understand correctly. So, one of my spells I prepared is divine favor. And it mm-hmm. says to use as a bonus action. So do I do that prior to my melee attack?
1: You can do that before or after, but it makes sense to do it before.
2: Right. So I can do it and a melee attack in the same action. That's correct. Cool. So I cast Divine Favor. Mm-hmm. And I say, oh, great Lathander, smile upon the holy symbol of thy light. And then I take another smack with my, nice. with Lightfall. So that will be, oh, no. Oh, no. Want to see what I got? <laughs> Looks like that. Oh no. No, no
3: first one. Oh, I
2: yeah. knew it would be me. <laughs>
3: Roberts, everybody.
2: Oh, so, you know. Wah, wah. Okay. I just got a little I got a little overzealous with my
1: prayer. <laughs> All right. But if you continue to concentrate on this spell, it remains in effect for
2: Okay. I'm still I'm deep in prayer. Just yep. deep in prayer.
1: And then it is Strix.
4: All right. Obviously, I'm going to move up to where the range of my spells are. This current one is... um, I don't know what that... I I move up to where I can see what's going on. You can uh, pretty
1: much get to the top of the stairs, kind of peek down and look down and kind of see the action.
4: Okay, cool. Um, Is there any way that I can target my... Because I was going to cast Ray of Frost on him. Mm -hmm. Is it... I target it from the top of the stairs, or will I need to get closer?
1: The range of Ray of Frost... Oh, 60 feet, yeah. You have plenty of range to do that from the top of the stairs.
4: Awesome. Perfect. So I'm going to cast that from the top of the stairs on our our little buddy there, because if it it does hit him, hopefully, um, his speed is reduced by 10 feet.
0: Right.
1: And you have to make a ranged spell attack. You're plus 5 on that roll. All
4: right. 24. Ooh!
1: Okay, Mm -hmm. yes. You hit it with a Freezing Ray.
4: Sweet. You do
1: 1d8 cold damage.
4: Let me grab my, my... No, there they are. I have too many things on my desk. <laughs> All right.
1: Do some cold damage. Uh, five. All right. That does seem to wound it. Um, it also seems to make it move more sluggishly. <laughs> On its turn, it is so startled and overwhelmed by daggers flying by and radiant energy going off and freezing rays uh, that it tries to disengage from you, Evelyn, um, and runs past you, DF, so you can make an attack of opportunity.
3: Uh, uh, I don't know if I can hurt it. Uh, I, I guess just for quickness, I'll just use a dagger. Or you can
1: just, you know, stand back and go, what? Let him Uh, die. I'd rather stay hidden. Okay.
2: Thanks a lot. (laughs)
1: Uh, Then he darts past you as fast as he can, even though he's been slowed by the ray of frost, and he on his turn, he gets to the base of the stairs. Oh shit. I should have stabbed (laughs) him.
4: Yes.
2: Yes. Yes, (laughs) I was like, don't let him out.
1: <clears throat> it's, it's very clear that he is going to try to escape Or so it seems uh, Now, Paulton You're at the base of the stairs Yes, I am so You're yeah. staring at this emaciated, gaunt Male human Or what used to be a male human His bloodshot eyes darting past you up the staircase And gazing into Strix And uh, it is Your turn, Paulton Okay.
3: Wow. Pressure's on. You're um, melee combat range. Melee combat range? Hmm. That's all up to you, buddy. You gotta stop him. Great. Um. So I guess... I guess I will try to hit him with my longsword. Okay. All right. <laughs> the uh, confidence, yeah. <laughs> right yeah. him. I
1: hit him with this metal thingy hanging from my belt.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, so damage is one d8 plus two. So let me see. you have to make an attack roll first. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Okay,
1: that is a ten. Uh, that does not hit. Fantastic. <laughs> would you oh. like to
3: move or would you like to stay where you are? <laughs> I very scared by my failed attack, I step out of the way. Okay.
4: Thanks, guys. So, Evelyn! <laughs> Me?
1: All right, I'm sorry. I skipped DF. Uh, DF's Dieth. turn.
3: All right. So, I do, like, a diving roll forward to where my silver dagger landed. Mm-hmm. And as I roll forward, I pick it up, and as I get back up, I fling it right back at him. All right. One smooth, badass motion. <laughs> Uh, am I still technically hidden from him or he,
1: uh, <laughs> you were until oh you started doing cartwheels across the room <laughs> uh, but yes I will I will say that you are still hidden from him
3: yeah all right ha
1: <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn <laughs> Um, you see him kind of fumble with his dagger a bit before he throws it.
2: It's all right, you'll do better next time. Don't worry, I got it. Thanks. I, I charge forward and say, You shall not pass! And before I before I strike, I cast ensnaring strike. Oh. With Oath of the Ancients. Look at that.
1: Ooh, smart. All right. So the next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack before the spell ends, you will entangle it in thorny vines. So the key there is the next time you hit the creature with a weapon attack. So
2: make an attack roll. Blow on it, everyone in chat. Blow on it. Blow on it. Okay.
1: 11 plus six is 17. That's a hit.
2: Yay! Yay, I
4: won't die! Yeah, I mean, you know.
1: All right. So you get to do your damage.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, and I'm I'm wielding with two hands, so it is nine plus four again, which is 13.
1: Nice. And that's when the Mass of Thorny Vines appears, forms around the creature, and the target must make a strength saving throw or be restrained. All right. Nobody should blow on this die. This is...
3: <laughs> oh dear.
1: He rolled a 19. plus t- His strength is going to be more than enough. No. Yes. The vines don't take hold. It was they a good dribble away. Good. They all shrivel away. All right, but you did whack them good. Um now you're still constant Oh, no, you cast Ensnaring Strike, so your divine...
2: Oh, poo, I ends. forgot about that. Oh, well. Right. That it was well. still worth it if he had gotten trapped.
1: Absolutely. It would have been totally worth it. And Strix, he is now looking up at you 15 feet away.
3: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> Hungry bloodshot eyes.
3: Uh, Bring out the big guns! Yeah.
4: All right, then... Um, I guess, you know what, I'm just, I'm gonna hit him with, um, hit him with Chromatic Orb. All right. Just because he's right there. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Went, blank. Went blank, really.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. So, a four-inch diameter sphere of energy hurled by you. You choose the damage type, acid, cold, Fire, lightning, poison, or thunder.
4: I'm gonna I'm just gonna go with that with cold. I'm gonna try and freeze him as much as I can. Okay. That's my, my goal in trying to get him out of the way is I'm just concentrating on freezing his legs.
1: <laughs> nice. Alright, so I need you to make another ranged attack.
4: Alright, here we Once go. Goes, plus five. Yeah. Oh, it landed on my keyboard. <laughs> I have to do it again. <laughs> All right. Uh,
1: uh uh 20. That's a hit. You do 3d8 cold damage.
4: Yeah. All right. Let me grab my other ones. I really need to organize my desk. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: 14. Ow. All right, you hit him with a face full of cold. Uh, that seems to <laughs> anger him to no end. <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes charging up the staircase. Paulton, no! would you like to make an opportunity attack as he rushes past?
3: Stop. Stop. Yes. Get, yes, get him. Okay. Um, is that a
1: D20? It's a melee attack, D20. Okay. with whatever weapon you have in hand. Uh, 17. That will hit. Now, what weapon are you hitting with the longsword?
3: Uh, yeah. So, Excellent. So, uh, one do four
1: so. Uh, five. Five. Ow. Okay, that doesn't do as much damage as you would have liked. It seems to have some supernatural ability to repel your weapon. Hmm. Noted. And then, uh, Evelyn, you also get an opportunity attack.
2: I just, I'm just fed up and I just try to whack him as hard okay. as I can. Oops, that wasn't a real roll, I didn't even look. Okay. <laughs> Nine plus six, oh yeah, so five, Okay, that's gonna hit him. Good. Die, fiend. <laughs> so convinced. Uh, That's gonna be a 10 damage. Oh,
1: well done. Uh, Strix, as he comes barreling up the staircase toward you, you see that his wounds are closing.
2: No! Gosh dang it! Ugh.
1: You believe you are witnessing a regeneration effect.
2: That's so frustrating
4: all right if i see that close enough i well Are first you i try s- to get out of his way
1: was <laughs> oh, just about to ask that okay, yeah so you, I, you get out of his way i
4: get out of his way i'm not going to try and grapple this guy that's going to end <laughs> in pain for everyone. sorry would, i tried my would best you like,
1: would you like to make a melee opportunity attack as he goes by do you have a weapon in hand
3: uh yes tricks hit him
4: because hit him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it turns uh, out as you deke out of the way he just sort of clamors over you to get past you <laughs> oh,
4: God. i don't even i don't even have a weapon in hand so i was casting so
1: okay sure I, <laughs> all right
4: i do have a staff for focus but like i
1: you could whack him with that if you want
4: you know what sure we will just <laughs> whack him with my stick yeah. <laughs> I whack Break
3: him, with him over the back of the stick. head with a stick here comes Nat 20, quick kick, take him out! 1d6. Yep.
4: Uh, I yell, stab him with the I wood! Stab him with the wooden stake! Thirteen.
1: Fifteen or thirteen?
4: Thirteen.
1: Okay, it just sort of bounces harmlessly <laughs> off the back of his head. I try. There's <laughs> more than right. me. Uh, the priest, Donovich, just uh, immediately sort of throws his hands up in the air and says, Oh, don't kill me! and hunkers into a corner. Uh, Doru ignores him and charges headlong into Arina's longsword.
3: Yeah, hey, arena
1: <laughs> And she just sticks it right through him, uh, right through his chest.
2: Awesome, um, well thanks for that.
3: That's what we call a contingency plan.
2: Right.
1: And oh, yeah. both she and Doru look surprised and then Doru rushes past her with the sword still sticking out of him.
2: Shit. I start yelling everything I can think of about how to kill vampires. I'm like, use a wooden stake. Find some running water. Anyone have garlic? We <laughs> I mean, cut his head off. That works too. Diath,
3: your turn. All right. Um... Is picking a weapon up off the ground uh, free action or... Yeah, basically. Okay. running action, dash. I'm chasing after this dude, scooping up the dagger one more time, go, and as I pick it up, I look and I say, you dirty son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> get up there to the point where uh, I get back up the top of the steps to the point where I actually can't see him. And one last time, with his silver dagger, just let my aim be true. <laughs> 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 uh
2: Okay. (laughs) It's
3: good.
4: (laughs) Maybe he's overcome with how well he rolled. Did you name your dagger (laughs)
3: Strad? Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. It was a ten, that's not gonna not gonna do it.
4: Well ten's not a one. Yeah, I thought from that reaction we were lower. we halfway 10. to twenty. It was is, yeah, it was it's like a dagger. C plus.
1: Has the dagger failed you for the last time or the second last time?
3: <laughs> I, I swear just, to God, dagger, eleven or twelve more times, and you and I are done. <laughs> I
1: can I can sort of put the dagger out of its mercy by just having it stick in Doru, and he can run off with it. But no. Oh, I
4: want
1: it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need uh, this. Yeah, the dagger just goes clattering out into the hall. <laughs>
2: Are we sure Uh, he's a rogue?
1: Never claimed to be good at fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Evelyn. You
2: you did your very best. Good job.
1: Evelyn, you're still down in the basement.
2: I'm clambering up. I'm still chasing, trying to get this vampire because I don't want him to hurt anybody.
1: Right. What's your speed? Let's see. 30, I think. Looks like. Yep. Okay, you chase after it.
2: Am I anywhere um, close? You know, like,
1: if you double move, you can be right up to him, but you won't be able to attack, or you can single move to the top of the stairs and a little bit into the room and make a ranged attack or something. But he doubled move, so he's gotten ahead of you.
2: Okay, I'll, I'll single move to the top of the stairs and throw a javelin at him? Sure. Awesome. Is my javelin made of wood?
1: I would say it's up to you.
2: It sure is, Chris. <laughs> Interesting that you would ask. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Yeah, go ahead and make that attack roll. Now, you're not quite as good with the javelin. You're plus three to hit. No,
2: I'm not. Uh, Twelve.
1: Uh, that does not hit him. Boo. No. Indeed. Yeah, it doesn't feel great,
3: does it?
2: No. It Strix. Oh,
4: God. okay so
3: he's it's slow him with another ice beam
4: I know yeah
1: yeah he's moving slower best. than he would normally be
4: so is, he's not slowed anymore is he from that he, he is still okay, slogging
1: so along at a slower pace
4: a little bit slower so yeah. that's something um and gosh I wish I could just set up like some tire spikes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alright. Um, I'm gonna just go ahead and do a uh an Eldr- eldritch blast oh, for my cantrips. That's so 120 feet, it's my longest range, so if he's in within 120 feet, I'm gonna zap him. Alright. I got twenty-four. hit All right. Here is some mild annoyance for you, buddy. <laughs> uh, six.
1: Okay.
3: Well done.
1: Halton, we I also- skipped you, it's your turn.
3: Oh, okay. Um, so how far is he from me? So you got
1: out of his way as he took off up the stairs. Um, so you're about 20 feet away.
3: Okay, uh, would I be able to dissonant whisper again? If you have
1: the spell, yeah, absolutely. If you have another slot. Um. How How many spell slots do you have?
3: I believe four.
1: Great. Cool. All right, so that's gonna be another wisdom saving throw for him. This time he rolled a 10, which plus his wisdom bonus is three, 13. And the magic number is. 13! Yeah, so he just made a saving throw. So you do half damage. Okay, cool.
3: So that is. Uh... 3d6 half. Okay, so we have six, five, Ooh. 12, yeah, uh, five again. So, 16. Eight. 16, eight, Ow. yeah,
1: okay, he looks really, really hurt, yeah, and then he regenerates. Oh,
3: shit. If, only, <laughs> if only he had more damage, like say a i 4 more
1: of D. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that would have done it, yeah. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> okay, so with his uh, remaining speed, nobody is in uh, close quarters with him. He goes charging out in the hall, and you can hear him just sort of stumble through the front doors of the church um, outside. And he's just screaming, crying, crying. Um, for his father.
3: Yeah, they were mean to me. This <laughs> <laughs> gotta shrug my shoulders. This is probably fine. And he says,
2: Father! <laughs> save me. Did he left his earthly father in the church, right?
3: Yeah. He's not talking about Donovich, no.
2: Right. I
1: <sighs> uh, so um now, because I skipped Paulton, this is actually Paulton's regular turn. So, what would you like to do?
3: Oh, um. So, if I have four total spell slots, can I just do that again? Or is yeah, it you too can f-
1: pretty much just do the same thing if you want. But right now, he is not in view. You would have to run out to the main, the front doors.
3: I will do that. I run out to the front doors and okay. then I uh, try uh, more distant whispers. All
1: right. Uh, when Give you him the brain when you get to the, the entrance of the church, you can see it's very misty out front. Uh, the mist seems to be trying to swallow him up, but you can still see enough of him to target him. He makes another roll. He rolls the same thing he did last time. So okay, he saves, so have.
3: you do half damage. Okay, uh, we have four, So four, Seven, nine, one, 13, so then six. six.
1: All right, well done. And he's clutching his head and screaming at the whispers that are filling his mind. Doesn't know where they're coming from. It's a very cruel spell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, he's
1: undead, he doesn't feel
2: a thing.
1: So... Dieth. Huh? So Dieth, you're oh. in the room with the trapdoor. You can run out into the hall to get to the front of the church as well, if you want, or you can hang your head in shame.
3: <laughs> Head's already hanging. <laughs> um, so I have an oil flask. Yes. But um, how how quickly am I able to kind of get that? If, am I able to cunning action dash light that bitch and then hit him with fire? Yes. All right.
1: All right. You get to the front of the church and you hurl this flaming <laughs> Molotov cocktail <laughs> <laughs>
3: nice. at
1: the fleeing vampire okay. spawn.
3: Yes. Yeah. And that way we can see him in the mist. Yes.
1: Yeah. It'd be like a so, fiery beacon. So then, this is just a, a range attack then, or it is. Which for you is plus five.
3: Plus five. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Twenty-two!
4: <gasps> Yay!
3: Yay! Yay!
1: It splashes onto the vampire's back, lighting him up. You do a d4 fire right away.
3: Suck that, bitch! Four!
1: Yes.
4: Kill it with fire! Kill it with fire!
1: Um, seems to take all of that, which is good.
3: I'm hoping it works like a troll.
4: Hmm. Yeah, is his element fire? Is his thing that... <laughs> stops him.
3: Well, if it just stops regeneration, at least. Yeah.
1: Uh, it turns out radiant damage seems to stop his
3: regeneration. Oh, I ain't yes. got any radiant flasks. Yeah.
1: Um, you, th- you think, like, holy water might be useful, too.
3: I don't carry that.
4: Didn't
2: I do yeah. radiant damage to
1: him? You did. That's why his yeah. uh, That's why his regeneration didn't function in the first round.
4: Yeah. Don't you have some holy water, Evelyn?
2: I do, don't I?
4: you have speaking, to that's speaking like speaking of evelyn your thing
1: <laughs> evelyn I, you are still in the side room both paulton and df have run ahead of you you heard df shout something in it's ex- exaltation
2: <laughs> uh i run outside to see what's happening i i follow the action Basically. As
1: you rush into the door of the church with your two comrades, you see billowing mist and this flaming guy getting farther and farther away from you.
2: How far away? Like, can I catch up with him? Uh,
1: since he is doing nothing but moving, you are too far behind to catch up with a double move.
2: Can I... Is he, he's you'd not be close.
1: You'd be about ten feet away if you double moved.
2: He's too far out of range for me to throw a javelin, right?
1: No, you can throw a javelin at him for sure.
2: I will do that. All right. In, uh, in and the- because, <laughs> because
1: he's on fire, you don't suffer disadvantage because of the obscuring mist.
2: Ah, good job. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I When I cast Ensnaring Strike, it was a concentration spell and it's whenever a weapon hits, but am I out of that by now? Because it only lasts a minute.
1: No, it would still be active, but is it cool. a, what kind of weapon is it?
2: It just says any weapon, I think. Okay. Let me just double check. Uh, yeah, you could
1: still be concentrating on the spell. A minute's like 10 rounds. and oh, yeah. okay.
2: The next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack. Okay. Okay, let's do it. Let's hit. Let's hit. Right. Oh. That's 10. With.
1: It Total. sticks in the ground.
2: <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm working on my aim. I'll do better next time. <laughs>
1: Strix.
4: All right. So I'm at the entrance to the undercroft. Yes. I haven't moved yet. That's Um, right.
1: Donovich the priest is next to you, panting heavily. Okay.
4: (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) They want my snacks. Um, So I'm just. I was going to see if I could cast a. You know, I'm going to move first. I want to move first to where they are at the door.
1: Okay, yep.
4: So, And then I'm going to cast um, Misty Step to get closer to this guy. So you're going to go out into the mist after him. I'm going to chase brave. him. You're so Because I'm dumb. Wow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's because your heart is pure and you want to save the people in Barovia.
3: Definitely okay. not.
2: A- oh, okay.
3: Yeah, yeah, not. Sound right.
1: So if you were to move out to the door of the church and then cast Misty Step, you'd be 10 feet behind him when all is said and done. Right,
4: well next to Evelyn then, right? Oh no, she went went back.
1: You would end your move 20 feet away from your companions. Okay. And that's where you appear. So Strix just appears out of the mist ahead of you, basically between you and the flaming vampire.
4: I'm weak. Attack me.
1: Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, it is the vampire's turn. So the vampire spawn continues to run off into the mist. He gets a total of forty feet, fifty feet away from you, and all is said and done, Strix, and seventy away from the rest of the party.
4: Mm.
3: Uh,
1: and he's still burning, so I'd like you to roll another d4, DF. Yeah, damn right. Yeah. He is regenerating, three. however. there a three. Burning and regenerating. All right. Strix, make a perception check.
0: Uh,
4: I got a three. I don't know what's going on.
1: <laughs> Something grabs you by the ankle and tries to pull you down to the ground.
4: Oh, no! What? Zoom <laughs> this.
1: Uh, Does 15 hit your armor close? Uh, it does. But you yes. have mage armor up, right?
4: A mage armor gives me 14. Okay.
1: So, yes. And you immediately turn to see that a wolf has got you by the foot.
4: Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: Uh, you take six points of piercing damage, I'm
4: still and okay. make a
1: make a strength check. Oh!
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, well, That's so funny. Or
1: oh, sorry, by strength check, I mean strength saving throw. So your yeah, strength
4: 15. is a whopping eight.
1: Yeah, so you're yeah. minus
4: one. so I got sixteen, but I so fifteen.
1: Okay, but that is enough to. Keep to your feet so it doesn't actually pull you to ground, which is probably a good thing. Those right. of you who are standing in the church door didn't even see the wolf until it came out of the mist, but now you can see it quite clearly. It's got her by the foot.
2: I didn't see that wolf till it came out of the mist.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm Thank
1: you. You're
2: welcome.
3: <laughs> Paulton. So now we have a wolf. Okay. Okay. Um, it's just a wolf, wolf, right? Like on all fours on the ground. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. So it's a regular wolf. Okay. Um, I. I still have one more spell slot. I've only done three. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Um, let's see here. Range uh, I'm going to. Yes, do one last dissonant whisper for the day. You know, whisper at that wolf. Yeah. yeah. Hey, 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 hey! Screw you, wolf! No one likes you. <laughs> no one <laughs> even cares.
4: <laughs> you want to go for? You want to go have a bath, Mister Wolf? A bath. <laughs>
1: okay. So the wolf rolled a fourteen on its saving throw. It gets a plus one bonus. It so rolled a fifteen. It too seems to repel your dissonant whispers and takes half damage.
3: Great. Everything's just so smart. All right. <laughs> Three, one, <laughs> six.
1: All so, right. Ten. Half is five. five. That does seem to cause the wolf some great psychic distress.
2: They said mean things. <laughs> yep. He told me I could have a treat, but then there was no <laughs> treat. <laughs>
3: The
4: best. <laughs> And
1: it's it's certainly enough to get the wolf to unclench its jaws around from Strix, Strix's rapidly-swelled feet. Yay! Yeah, and then... Uh, I didn't
3: see what happened, but you're welcome. D- <laughs> D- <Yeah>. You're
1: welcome. <laughs> D-F, it's up to you. You and yeah. your trusty dagger.
3: So with that, uh, as uh, Poulton's casting that uh, cunning action, I don't think I need to dash. You should be close enough, but... Yeah. Uh, I immediately move forward unsheathing my short sword and getting up to the wolf's flank, is he considered engaged with Strix at this moment? He is. So I would have advantage in my attack roll, yeah? You sure would. So I'm going to attempt a sneak attack with the short sword. Alright. Oh, natural 20! Oh! right. Mm. Alright!
2: Hey-oh!
3: So that's automatically 6 plus... And roll the weapon die again. Yep. Plus another three. Plus three. So another six from that. Plus my sneak attack damage. Well, uh, total of twenty-three points of damage. You slaughter it. <laughs> <laughs> so hard I lost my headset. Yes.
1: It lets out a, a faint howl before it collapses
3: at your feet.
2: We did a thing, team! Yay! What? Nothing to do with it. You
3: immediately start looking around for other wolves.
1: (laughs) You can hear other wolves howling
3: in the the village around you. All right. I just kind of make sure it's like Strix is okay and she's still able to move and uh, try to get back to the the building.
4: All right. I I follow and cripplingly walk away. (laughs) Uh, Strix, the wound,
1: uh, upon closer inspection and testing, it seems you know, fairly superficial. It's not inhibiting your movement at all. I mean, you could Focus. you could kind of make it more serious than it actually is, you know, to gain sympathy.
4: That is true. <laughs> well, I'm convinced now that I'm gonna die because if there's vampires, I'm assuming there's werewolves. So I'm just like, you guys, I'm gonna turn! I'm gonna turn into one of them! This is what happens when I just tried to do a good in the party!
1: <laughs> Inside the church, Ismark uh, comes up behind you and says... Perhaps now would be a good time to lay my father to rest and get the hell out of here. Agree.
2: The the, vamp, the vampire's gone, 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 yeah.
1: right? We're not we catching. To you. Swallow him up. Yeah, we screwed up.
2: I um Strix is like, oh no, I'm gonna turn into one of them. I'm like, don't worry, I'll fix it for you. And I like do this elaborate blessing over <laughs> her. The light of the sand shines upon you, no change shall come to you. And I'm like <laughs> blessing her all over. I'm just crying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Both Arena and Ismark just kind of look at Diath as Evilim is doing this and kind of silently asking you, Diath, does she do this all the time? <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right. All right. Um, I retrieve my silver dagger. Um, yeah. is, there, is there tools or anything here that we can use, like shovels or whatever, to help us dig? Or? Yeah,
1: there are shovels in the graveyard. And um, as you are digging the hole, Doru... Um, won't help with the digging, but he'll sort of keep an eye out and see if the wolves ever show up again. Hope you mean Donovich or? Sorry, uh, Donovich. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, Donovich, the priest. He's pretty useless at everything, um, but he can keep a watch. Ismark right. will help dig. Excellent. Arena all... will keep watch too, although Arena currently doesn't have her sword.
3: Oh, um, I had her dagger like,
1: there. Doru ran off with it in his chest. Um, but you dig the hole. Those who are keeping watch and not digging the hole make perception checks.
2: Can I also retrieve my javelins that I threw? Absolutely. Um, I'm also watching. I'm not a very good digger. I uh, have eight perception because I am always not paying attention to anything, apparently.
1: All right. Anybody yeah. roll a 13 or higher? No. No. Okay.
3: Uh, I'm sorry, I'm digging,
1: right? So I don't roll? That's correct. Okay. And so is Ismark. All right. Once the hole is dug, Ismark and Arena will lower their father's um, coffin into the hole, and you begin to shovel dirt over it. And uh, actually, before that happens, Doru will administer last rites, He'll sort of look nervously at Evelyn, like, she's <laughs> probably better at this than he is.
2: <laughs> I, like, I encourage him on. I'm like getting her in pray, prayer posture. You know I'm like, oh.
1: <laughs> You notice Evelyn as he's trying to give the last rites and offer um, protection to the soul of burgomaster and Andndirovich that he begins to stutter and forget his words and stumble and flounder over the recitals. He seems flummoxed. Boo, you suck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then, he,
1: then he turns all sort of red-faced and ashamed. <laughs>
2: uh, I mean, like, am I concerned about this? If, is it something- you
1: think that if he's not doing it right, he's not really offering any sort of meaningful protection.
2: I, uh, then I come alongside him like reassuringly and I start s- s- kind of saying it in unison with him. I'm like, and the holy light of Lucander will come, yes, come upon him and he shall find himself forever <laughs> says, on the yes, path Yes, the yes,
1: yes, you're right, you're right. I'm <laughs> such a fool. It's hard to concentrate with all the wolves staring at me. Oh, what? Hmm? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I went, <wait>, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's when you look around and you see all around the graveyard... Uh, watching this (laughs) ceremony in utter silence are about two dozen
3: wolves. (laughs) Look, I can't roll two dozen, natural 20. When when did this happen? (laughs) And they all just sort of
1: lower their head and stare at you with evil eyes.
2: I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I think we may be in some danger.
1: And that's where we'll stop for
2: tonight. <laughs> no! <laughs> I love that we, we missed the wolves. We're all like, doo, doo, doo.
4: I scared them away once.
2: I
3: was busy digging. I couldn't keep watch.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. you the
1: worst. All right. Now, so the sad part of this ending is... Um, you don't, get up. To open your, you don't get to open your envelopes this week either
3: <laughs> <laughs> too late doing it they, now oh!
1: <laughs> your fortunes will not come true <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: so but that will that will likely happen next week in next okay. session just to let people know the envelopes will be opened the evil will be unleashed
4: Maybe we'll uh, stop making so many big mistakes. <laughs> oh, no,
1: I don't think you made any mistakes. Yeah, Paulton. You, you can't control the fate of the dice.
3: The dice guess, are going to be you, difficult. The, the, that dagger you threw, that was, that was great. That was good. I know. Threw I know. In, him. in
4: <laughs>
3: him. Why would I ruin my dagger like that? It's oh, the silver. It makes do it, do it do really do slippery.
4: javelins. Just two javelins. <laughs> it was fine.
1: It was fine. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get to see Evie's javelins impale the guy either, which would have been interesting.
3: Look, whenever he goes find Daddy Strahd, he's going to be on fire, and it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they set me on
4: fire.
1: All right, but next week, next week, look forward to leaving the village of Barovia, hopefully intact, um, hopefully not as werewolves. <laughs> um, ominous and uh I'm really not sure how you're gonna get out of this one great <laughs> got one we'll have a whole things. week to figure it out
3: yeah I'll um start fa- forming a plan here <laughs>
1: that's right I want to come I want you to come back with an ironclad plan yep
3: bagpipes um, got it run uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah cool well, we got to give time for bathroom breaks. And Anna, you got another <laughs> game after this one.
2: Yeah, if you guys want to come watch some more uh, homebrew second edition Dungeons and Dragons, I'm going over to twitch.tv slash misclicks, M-I-S-S-C-L-I-K-S. you want to come watch us there, at in like 15 minutes.
3: All right.
2: Thanks, Chris. Ooh.
1: Yeah, no worries. Any Anybody else got anything else they want to let people know before we start to sign off?
3: Uh, I love you. I
4: love you. Uh-huh. Oh, make dinner. <laughs> yeah, thanks for watching. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for everyone who's donating to
1: the. Yeah. The- 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 and uh, remember, everybody, to follow our Twitch channel. There's yes. a lot of evils at doings. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We're
3: only just getting started. <laughs> so many wolves. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Later,
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting.